City production. to the only show two weeks away from being turned into a spirit Halloween. It's the RT Podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I am your host, Armando Torres, and joining me as always are my co-hosts. We have... Andrew Rose says, I'm back. And... I'm glad Andrew's back. <laughs> I am. I missed him. Aww. I also... Uh, joining us, of course, is Griff Milton. I uh, told... Andrew, who has been on vacation in uh, the Pacific Northwest and Los Angeles. Yeah, I was there for a few days in Los Angeles. Yeah, has been gone for two weeks. I told him uh, one of the maybe saddest things I've ever told a friend, which is that like, what did I say? A low key on some homie shit. I kept (laughs) trying to invite you to go out to eat or do stuff. And then I forgot you weren't even here. (laughs) Yeah, like, man, I was just, I was going to reach out and like say, hey, you want to go get some food? And then I remembered you're gone. Yeah. (laughs) So I ate enough food for two people. (laughs) (laughs) And now I only fit in clothing that represents the Midwest. (laughs) I I realized you were gone and that did not in any way change the door dash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. How how have you been? How was your vacation, man? I mean, what can you say about vacations? They're wonderful. You should uh, people should take them uh, Mm. if they're able. I haven't I hadn't taken a full like two week vacation in the entire time I've been at RT. Oh, Uh, yeah. No. Very stupid. Uh, I should have done that. Um, no, it was great. Uh, Los Angeles was fantastic. I saw a bunch of my friends out there. Um, and then I was only there for three days and then went to Bend, Oregon uh, for a little bit and then to Portland for a week. And my God, I listen, I know I'm trying to sell all my friends in the Pacific Northwest. I don't have to sell you on the Pacific Northwest. No. You know how amazing it is. I, like, I've gone to uh, the Mecca for hot tattooed women a million times. Yes. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Oregon has every, especially Portland has everything that I want, which is, um, books, uh, cold weather, um, depressed people who mm. are again, so attractive, so hot, so very hot, so, so tattooed, so bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be homophobic. My, My be- Portland's gay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, look no further. It really truly is the play. I mean, it really truly is Valhalla uh, for that yeah. shit. It's absolutely incredible. You were also in uh, Los Angeles, I believe, when the strike ended, right? The the writer's strike? I left the day after. The, like, I, the day I left, the next day, yeah. the strike ended. So oh, I don't want to take all the credit for it. But they, brought, <laughs> they brought in the closer. I mean... Like, <laughs> So you left, you left LA, strike ended. Yeah. And you came back here and now it's cold. So yeah. like, and the heat has ended. So I don't know. Andrew's got, Andrew's got sauce. I've got uh, some sort of, you know, mythical power. power. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, that's right. I'm descendant from one of the old ones. <laughs> Keep reading this tell you guys. Uh. I don't know how to tell you this, buddy, but I think you are just an old one. <laughs> um, we... Oh, I saw that you posted this on your own Instagram, but like people keep doing the joke to you where it's like, oh, you just brought the great weather yeah. with you because you you everywhere you go, it suddenly becomes beautiful and nice. Yeah, it, I, I know I did that as a joke. I did that as a joke on my Instagram, but like it was completely based in the truth. Like the week 
got in the week I got into Bend. I, the, I flew into Bend through wildfire smoke. Oh. Like Bend, Oregon is a little bit south uh, southeast of Portland. It's in where the high desert starts. It's still beautiful. It's a ski town, but there's a lot of wildfires there. And when I landed, it was like go, you went through the clouds and then into like orange like smoke. <laughs> it was oh. like, uh, I'm so glad computers fly these planes now because you could not <laughs> see the ground at all. Um, you don't want like, a Die Hard 2 situation. <laughs> and truly, tr hey, and truly like I couldn't see the ground until it was 15 feet below. Oh. I, was, I was looking out the window and I was like, oh, there's the ground. We're about to oh. land. Like, boom. And then we landed. It was fine. But <laughs> I've never boom. heard the phrase. And then we landed. It was fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but so the day I got there, flew into wildfire smoke. Next day, it rained, cleared all the smoke mm -hmm. out, put out the fires, crisp, beautiful, 62 degrees. The entire time I was there in Ben, I was like, okay. And my sister, my sister who lives there, I was like, yeah, it, it's been kind of smoky and the air quality has been trash for like the last like two weeks and the day you fly in, the day after you fly in, it like clears up. Then went into uh, government camp, which is a little like, little like cabin, like ski town uh, um, near Mount Hood. Also, it had been like weirdly like super rainy there, got in, cleared up, bright blue sky, Jeez. like went into Portland, cleared up, bright blue sky after it had been raining for a little bit, like... Yeah, yeah. I, we had uh, <laughs> we have eight Austin city limits going on right now. Yeah, uh, here in Austin, and a bunch of my friends are in town for this music festival. Um, and <laughs> since you've been gone, uh, it's been I know we all sang the song lyrics <laughs> in, our in our heads. Everyone, everyone did. Since you've been gone, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. it's been seventy nine degrees. It's been so pleasant to be outside. Yeah, and it's just insane. like an absolute treat. And I've had my friends telling me like, "Oh, now I see why you moved to Austin. It's nice here." And I just no. keep grabbing them by the fucking, fucking shirt. Kill you. you son of a bitch! This is, okay, that's what I always say. I, I only like, threw hundred and eight for two months. I feel like a two. Mm. A third of the people who currently live in Austin came here for ACL one time and they were like, God damn, this is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's it's balmy. It's nice. The sky is blue. There's a lake. There's all this cool stuff. There's bars. I'm going to move here. And I'm like, if you want to move here, come in August. Yeah. Uh, test it in August. Test it in the first week of September. You, you can like that. Then you can move July here. July 20th. Come here July, July 20th. 20th and tell me that you fucking like it. Because yeah. uh, truly, people come here for ACL, which mm -hmm. is like late, mid to late October. And it's like, that is the two-week window where Austin has L.A. weather. Yeah. yeah. And so it, L.A. people the, come here, it's like, it's the same city. No. Wrong, bitch. No. It is not at all. It's a catfish. It's Austin <laughs> is catfishing. Every, much like L Austin is catfishing everyone in L.A. It's like, oh, they're coming. All right, let me see. I'm going to get my, I'm going to put in my inserts. I'm going to get the things way up there. I'm going to do a full face. I'm doing a full face waist trainer. And then, you know, they move here and they get Austin's clothes off and it's different. And, <laughs> It's all and the, different. And this Chris Hansen says, yeah. uh, what are you doing here? Why don't you see it over here? Uh, <laughs> right, I just came here for the good weather. There's nothing illegal. <laughs> good weather, Lion. There's no good weather here. Oh, I, I was just looking for a Yeti cooler to put these Zima. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm technically from like my hometown is a little city called Indio, California. Indio, yeah, the Coachella place. That's right? exactly right. Yeah, that's where they have Coachella every year, and we have a sort of opposite problem, which is that Indio, California, is a fucking hellhole, desert piece <laughs> of shit, terrible place. That mm-hmm. uh, when we were driving here with the guys from Guys Who Need Us, I said we should stop in Indio, and I told them three facts about the city, and they went no. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, press, press that gas pedal a little harder. Yeah. Right? When, when you, when you speed, speed out. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> India is the only place where the speed limit does go up to like 95. <laughs> so all you the, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, all the speed limit just signs go as fast as you can. See, that's yeah. how I feel about every, like outside of like Austin, Dallas, and Houston, that should be the speed limit in Texas. Is I'm trying to get out of Texas. Yeah. It is eight hours in any direction to get out of Texas. Can I, can I? I I've lived in Texas my entire life. Well, for a brief, I've lived in Chicago for a short time, but most, like, 90%, 99.9% of my life has been in Texas. Now, this is something I just learned recently. If you're in Dallas and driving to Los Angeles, do you know what the halfway point is? It's the what? end of Texas. El Paso. Yeah. That's Texas. El Paso is the halfway point between Dallas and Los Angeles. That's fucked up. That is so fucked That's up. That's so fucked Yeah. That's... It's fucking, which, okay. <laughs> Putting a pin in that for one second, I just wanted to say the worst, the best part about Coachella is that people come there in April where it's like almost 100 degrees and they go, wow, it's really hot here. And it's like, just come back in summer if you think this is hot. Oh it gets God. 120 degrees and, it, and it's basin. dry heat. So you Ugh. just feel like you're in a, inside of a, not an oven, but like an easy bake. So, oven. Oh, sure. so when you moved here, it was like the same. No, because dry humid. heat I can stand. No, that's fine. Humidity I can't stand so, at I all. When, I'm from Georgia, very swampy uh, place, uh-huh. and every time I'm like, yeah, no, it's been over 100 degrees for four months, and they're like, yeah, but this is dry heat, and I'm like, no, who is telling people that Austin, Texas has a dry heat? It is the wettest heat I've ever experienced, and yeah. again, I'm from Georgia. It is the, it's more swampy. It, it, Atlanta is like whatever. Like I went back home mm-hmm. for my friend's wedding. And I almost cried when I got off the plane because it was like 81 degrees outside. Mm. I got, I was out with my friends uh, getting dinner and we step outside and I am, they're all like sweating, talking about how hot it is. I was shivering because it was 80, it was like 77 degrees outside. And they're like, God, it's so fucking hot. And I was like, I'm the <laughs> coldest I've ever been. Like, <laughs> I absolutely, I, I, the one thing that I do love about Texas is how easy it is for me to gain sympathy by telling people just about my daily life uh, where they're like, how was your summer? And I go, oh, you know, well, it was 105 degrees for like 45 days straight. No, uh, there no, was over 100. Uh, yeah, over 100 Over 100. Degrees. That's we, what I said. People, I, I have to plan, I have to plan my day about how, through how I will leapfrog from air conditioning to air conditioned yeah. place. Yes. Like midday shower. I just think about like, okay, well this place has air conditioning. So I'll get from here to here, which also has air conditioning. <laughs> I'll stand in the like a vestibule of an Ikea and just get blasted by the air for 20 minutes. Just dry down. You yeah. can't go. It's like Blade Runner where there's times of the day you just can't go outside. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And also like Blade Runner because everyone is strapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's here's my summer, by the way. Yeah. Here's what I did. I went to a place where I got less rights where mm-hmm. it, it was over a hundred <laughs> degrees for over a hundred days no or whatever. Uh, there's no marijuana. Yep. That's a huge thing. When I got here, there was a serial killer on the loose yep. that the police said, Oh, we definitely got him. And then five hours later said, 
We have no fucking idea where this guy is. Yeah. Anyway, we're putting an, an alert out on anyone in the Austin area that there might be a murderer yeah. just running around. <laughs> and then uh, and then I was enlightened to the fact of tarantula mating season. Yeah, we both got learned that at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, terrible. A yeah. terrifying fact that like every seven years, tarantulas come out to mate with each other. Yeah. Uh, and, and they don't go away until the weather cools down, which again, I don't know if you heard the thing we said before. It never does! hundred days it never does it and i've i know i've probably said this before but if you fuck like jeepers <laughs> creepers comes out to eat you're a monster yes you're an yes. evil fucking monster and then Absolutely. right when i thought okay things are starting to get better it's gonna cool down to a crisp 95 yeah we're all we're also we're all wearing you hood you got sweatshirt sweatshirt flannel mm -hmm. uh that's because when we woke up today the news said oh it's only gonna be a high of 87 and we said that's fall weather baby let's yep. bundle up i Ooh. In my shower, I have a what one of the like Google yeah. devices, and I always go, "Hey, what's the weather going to be Me like too. today?" And she said seventy nine, yeah. and I said at the highest pitch my voice has ever gone, "Bitch, what?" Oh. It was awesome. I had a similar thing. I have my Google set, so like when I wake up in the morning, it's like, "Hey, I'm gonna turn on the lights. Here's the weather. Here's what you have to do today." She's my little she's my little helper. And when I heard seventy when I heard seventy nine in the twilight in my sleep, I went. Oh God, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the most orgasmic thing I've ever heard. And it was like the chance of rain that was like, ooh, yeah. baby, ooh, slow baby. down. Yeah. I had a wet dream, and by wet dream I mean I thought it was, it was gonna, gonna rain. rain. Yeah, and absolutely. not be humid. When I'm in the bathroom and I have to move the beer cans out of the way to <laughs> ask my Google, what's the weather gonna be like today? Uh, uh, yeah, you do know my house. I, I, <laughs> I wake up in my bed, I step over 45 empty McDonald's bags to get to my bathroom that looks like a 7-Eleven. Uh, yeah, so now that things are finally starting to cool down to a crisp 95, mm. I thought, finally I'm safe. And then my apartment sent me an email talking about cricket season, Yeah, which yeah. if you're unfamiliar, I think we've talked about it a little bit, but it's uh, where the Blackfield crickets, mm -hmm. which are crickets that are as large as California grasshoppers. They're huge. They're fucking massive. Big they boys. just mate and mm -hmm. then produce like a million of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my apartment sent me an email that essentially said, um, they will be swarming. There is nothing <laughs> that we can do to stop no. them. It was basically like, they should have just embedded the violin song from the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. like, there is, truly, there is nothing, nothing that can, can be do. done. If they unionize, we're fucked. <laughs> uh, if, they, if they figure out how to work together collectively, oh, uh, sayonara. So what interesting thing, one last thing I'll say about, so Portland is amazing. Uh, the, when, the people I did talk to there, because again, when I was there, the, port, the weather was so nice, is they're like, oh yeah, come back in February. Tell me if you still like it. Stay here for three months and experience like six months of rain. It's like, Ooh. I will happily take that because you simply have no idea what it's like to sweat constantly for uh, six to seven months out of the year. Yeah. I would say and, eight and maybe and, and 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 those numbers are a climbing. Um they <laughs> a aren't going change. down. Yeah. They well, aren't going down anytime soon. But what's so fascinating about Portland and why I love it so much is that it does it has like Powell Powell's books. It has yeah. like, Powell City of Books, baby. Uh, yeah. Le legalized weed, mm -hmm. amazing architecture. There are like neighborhood movie theaters that are still like available, like still wow. still showing stuff. You like walk down the street, independent coffee shop, independent bookstore, wow. independent movie theater. Like in a neighborhood, it's very walkable. It feels very it feels very inviting. 
Um, and what's interesting, and the way it feels also like Texas, which is similar, because people often compared Portland to um, to Austin. Really? And it, well, Portland feels like Austin did 30 years ago, and I'm not fucking with you at all. It absolutely you were does here. feel like that. I, I, trust was, you. I And I was here, I know. <laughs> um, but what's interesting, though, is much like Austin, right outside of Portland are conservative psychos. Okay, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, it, it's like bastions of white supremacy, yeah. I need wild to... times right outside of Portland. Like you go right outside the city limits and it is like these colors don't run fucking yeah. MAGA forever. It's, well, it's insanity. It, it's it's here's the thing. It's a little worse than Texas simply because I'm, we're not even joking. When we say like uh, uh, white supremacists, <laughs> like crazy Bashes, people. Yeah. I mean, like there are literal like compounds yeah. of yeah. Nazis. Yeah, we got yeah. rid of our, our one. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, now they're it's, all just private Nazis yeah. who yeah. hold public office. It's, yeah. it's fucking Far Cry Five out there. It's literally <laughs> yes. Far Cry Five. Literally. It, it's it's I don't know. It's weird. I so uh, to me, Portland uh, has always felt like a Los Angeles neighborhood called like Echo park um just like a bigger version of that exactly that's it's what awesome it, that's what it, fe it feels so like walkable. so i feel like you're right in that portland probably was or is very similar to what austin was like 30 years ago but yeah. also has just been that consistently consistently yeah Seattle, Washington, mm. in my opinion, is the closest I've ever been to another city that's like Austin, Texas, mm -hmm. where like it's techie. It's sort of a small city that tries to pretend like it's a big city. Austin tiny. Um, they have their own like music festival that's only a big deal. Because I'm going to be honest with you, until I lived here, I've never fucking heard about Austin City Limits and it's... I never cared about it. And it's only a big deal when you live here in Austin. Uh, People take work off. But yeah, Austin or Seattle being like Austin is the is the closest thing because like you'll see tech bros, you'll see like uh, restaurants called like this is a real one by the way, Breakfast Bitch, um, yeah. which is my oh, favorite. That's every that's every ghost kitchen in uh, <laughs> on DoorDash yep. in Austin. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just like okay, I'm first one like a pancake or breakfast taco, and you go and it's just like I'm going to fucking kill you, and I'm like okay, yeah. these are all bend over and take. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Taco, I hardly know her. That one's not even good. This one just says beaner. They yeah. really God what the damn. fuck, dude. That's not even clever they at all. Have lentil soups. Oh, it is no, I, it is clever. It's a it, vegan place. It's a vegan oh, place. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. yeah. It's the, I hate I hate all of those. I'm just like, can you just name it a normal thing, please? I'm picking <laughs> Assault and crepe. Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Everything there's farm the table. Oh my God! I'm, I'm glad to be back, guys. <laughs> Love being back. Oh God! Dude, hold on. <laughs> no, do it. No, do it. No, get there. Hold on, this Euro place is just a 200-page essay on the intricacies of the Israel-Palestine conflict. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, but they'll, they'll deliver in 15 minutes or less. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, if I order $45, I get two cents off, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, uh, it's good to have you back. Thank you for joining us. Oh, man. Um, one of the things that we have been talking a lot about uh because we didn't have like a traditional writer's room like we like we normally do also mm. i guess we should mention something is uh that 
we're we're sort of changing our format a little bit again uh, yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, it, we're getting new hosts. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. We're getting three new hosts. Yeah, we've um, done this for fifteen episodes. We've decided it's time to move on. Yep. It's uh, it's gonna be uh, let's see, who would I was gonna come up with like fake new hosts from existing RT talent, and I realized anyone we mentioned would be more favorable. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of what the audience is looking for. No, we're so we're turning RTP into uh back into more of a conventional podcast where we chat about stuff. Um and I cannot be clear enough. This has nothing to do with you and yeah. your opinion. Of the Mommy show. and daddy still love you. Yeah. Uh oh yeah. no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. no we're saying no. the opposite. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we okay, so we're saying We're saying we're saying fuck them. Okay, yes, okay, okay. Uh yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like this cool noodle shop I go to. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck him, I hate you. Uh, no, no, no. We we absolutely love you, and thank you so much for supporting us. And to everyone who has listened to the show, it sounds like we're ending, but I actually have good news. What is happening is that when we started RTP, we were told to sort of produce like um, a new a new format a new version of the show the way that it goes and what we developed was one that had like game shows and sketches and like all this fun stuff that we wanted to do because and i'll be completely honest with you here every time we pitched a show we yep. were told this would be better as a podcast, podcast segment. segment no <laughs> lie that literally every time i was like what about this would work great as a That'd segment. Be a yeah. great segment. Andrew, actually. Andrew pitched. Uh, I. Hmm. We'll talk about a few pitches, but yeah, sure. I, I'll. Uh, I wanted to tell them about Don't Touch Ground. If that's cool <laughs> with you, absolutely. Andrew pitched a show that was essentially the floor is lava, mm -hmm. but done in real locations, mm -hmm. like a French yeah. restaurant, a laundromat, mm -hmm. uh, a up. museum, Jack's mom's house, yeah. Jack's mom's real Little house. Home. And by the way. Feel free to use this idea. We will never make this. <laughs> we will never make well, this. Well, we will make this. <laughs> sure. The three of us. But we will not. Yeah. 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 And so uh, <laughs> it was like, that was one of the things where they said like, well, we could do that as a segment of the podcast. We were like, no. How does that work? Can what you imagine I... listening to people playing The Floor is Lava? Yeah. <laughs> it's just everyone just hear... going. <laughs> You'd have to have like, well, it's uh, Armando onto the chair, and he's uh, taking. Oh, he's taking a leap onto the table now. Oh my god! Oh, he's almost lost it. Like it would just be like yeah. actually, play by play commentary. Now and I'm back in. I'm back now in. I'm we back get in. like a baseball announcer to fucking <laughs> shout casting. Now I'm back in only because it means we don't actually have to do it. <laughs> we just, we just fake it. We just fake it. We fucking wag the dog. We just we just absolutely have a complete an audio. It's we all fully work. We essentially produce an audio drama yeah. of the floor is lava. Hey, oh. listen. Well, because like you know, uh, Achievement Hunter had f uh, 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 ultimate lava chicken. Lava chicken, and so it was like, you know, we took that idea and we we're like, let's expand it and do it a little bit differently because like there was that show, there was that show on Netflix that Netflix floor did, is lava. The, the floor is lava, which completely missed the fucking point of, of the, the floor, floor is lava. lava. They created an obstacle course and like rooms with actual lava. The whole joy, <laughs> the whole treat, the whole fun of playing the ground is lava or don't touch ground or whatever game you call it is that you played it in your living room. You yeah. played it in your office. You played it in a real space. And that made like the fun of like climbing on stuff and moving around difficult and interesting. So we were like, yes, let us do that in a restaurant, yeah. in a mall, in a in China a, shop. In a, like, in, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, how can we produce that show? Um, and that that was the fun of it. They completely missed the point with <laughs> the point with that floor is lava show. So that's what we wanted to do here. And yeah. like the, the, like, 
that getting the note back of that would be a great <laughs> podcast segment is one of the most insane things it, I've it ever felt, heard. Yeah, it felt like someone had the you know when you send an email in Gmail and it has the like recommended yeah. replies. It felt like someone was just clicking that every time we sent <laughs> something in. It's just like not reading. It's like mm, positive mm, podcast segment. I'm making the segment. Okay, I want to be very clear because uh, this is something that I've been wanting to talk to <laughs> talk about for a long time. Uh, is do you guys remember when? Uh, Okay, preferencing this, we also had a lot of terrible ideas. Oh, so terrible many bad God. ideas. Terrible ideas that should have never been made. <laughs> My favorite being uh, uh, there was a video game that just came out called Payday 3. Uh-huh. And Payday 3 came to Rooster Teeth and said, we want to uh, basically see what you have. So this is what our jobs were for a long time. Yeah. Companies would come and go, we're interested in getting your audience. We would like to, uh, we would like to, basically commission that's yeah. the word i'm looking for yeah. uh commission a, a video for you that helps promote our thing yeah. what ideas could you come up with and then the company would pitch a bunch of great stuff our boss drew would pitch a bunch of great stuff um the sales team also would pitch some stuff too and then the three of us would turn in the most unhinged <laughs> terrible idea okay but that's what they told us to do it was like because the sales one is like very direct they're like this is what yeah. we have to offer this is how we can change it slightly to fit your needs and then Drew, you know, he's he's smart. So he does like a very uh, manageable, good, big pra- idea. Pragmatic idea. And, pragmatic, big idea. Yeah. yeah. And then we go, uh, what's the most illegal, legal thing yeah. we could do? Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we, there we go. <laughs> okay. So get this. <laughs> yeah. And we pitched. This is something that I tweeted about. The amount of times that I included the term ISIS recruitment video into uh, the visual aesthetic for projects. <laughs> Every pitch. Every single every pitch, pitch. And every time I was told to stop doing that. Yeah, uh, how many down. times did we pitch the idea Armando buys a gun? Oh, every single time. We did it for Payday. We did it for Saints Row. We did it for we did it, we did it for State Farm. We uh, did do it for State Farm. I forgot about that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you're the chaos. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, this was all an elaborate ruse to get a gun, a gun. and a pair of cheetahs expense. Yes. <laughs> We yeah we kept Armando buys a gun. If you're in case you're wondering, is uh, essentially just a video where I buy a gun. Yeah, because you're in Texas now. They keep going. Okay, well, what's the bit? And I go, so you pay us money, and they go, uh huh, and I and then we go to a store, uh huh, and then I buy a gun. Then what? Oh, that's it. <laughs> and then you pay me my money. Scene. Slut, as they say in. Uh, <laughs> In uh, where's that? Where's IKEA? Atlanta. Oh, no, oh, Finland, uh, Denmark, Denmark. Is, yeah, Finland. A Nordic country. Yeah, yeah. Switzerland. Sw- I don't know. Sweden. Wherever yeah. they're fucking from, they don't have guns. Probably call them a <laughs> Schutendorfen if they did. Uh, cut that. I mean, don't cut it. Leave it in. But whatever. <laughs> My favorite idea that we ever pitched that we were told no and then explained why it wouldn't work was a pitch that we wrote for Payday Three. Payday Three came to Rooster Teeth and said, "Hey, what do you got?" And we said. What if we set up a, a heist within the Rooster Teeth office? Because we do heist stuff all, all the time. time. Yeah, we have several heist-based contents. But this one would be different because we would have three different teams made up of the different content groups. Yes. And they would be armed with paintball guns yeah. going through the office mm-hmm. trying, to, uh, rob. The, trying to rob something and take out the other guards and stay silent. And also, like, whoever could do it the fastest won. 
Um, and it would require no you, yeah, it would require you to be creative with the ways that you were able to get inside and create schemes that would allow you to get past our security system, etc. And then we realized that we had essentially made a detailed documentary of how somebody <laughs> could sneak their way into the rooster teeth <laughs> office armed to the rooster teeth and take us out one by one. <laughs> yeah, we built a fucking blueprint for disaster. <laughs> And we, <laughs> and then we doubled down on it because someone was like, "Well, we could get like a location," and we said, "No, it's got to look it's real." It's got to be real. <laughs> it's oh. got to be during the workday. It's got to look real. So they decided to give us a podcast instead. <laughs> <laughs> We're keep like, us. we gotta get you off. We gotta keep you off these sales deals, you fucking monsters. Keep us busy work. <laughs> we, uh, to be clear, we we did get some successful sales goals done, yes, and uh, also, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm specifying that I'm good. I guess for the future or whatever. But like, I I have wrote a lot of successful like campaigns yeah. to yeah. the other work that I do. Um, but part of that is that every single time that I do, like when we pitched the State Farm, and I told them, okay, so my concept is to explore the idea of what the meaning behind Jake's from State Farm's powers are. Yeah. And I have an he idea. He it's power of time travel. He was in the old commercial house because he had been there. Exactly. Right. It can harness the fourth dimension. Yeah. What if Jake from State Farm is in a car and then he gets, and then somebody, Jake, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and then he disappears, but the car keeps driving and he T-bones another car and a dad gets out of the vehicle and looks at his family and goes, no! Ah! And then we have like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and they looked back at me and went, Who is this? Yeah. <laughs> who, who is this man that you've included on this meeting? So well, you gotta you gotta you gotta just wide shot a bunch of ideas. Yeah. Well, that's what we're saying. Yeah, well, you know, I think there's like a there's some like axiom within like, you know, sales writing or at least like advertising or any creative like field when you're pitching ideas to other people. It's nice to have three ideas. One that's bad, one that you think is good and want to do, and one that is so crazy it makes the good idea look doable. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, <laughs> to, like, to, you... to be fair by bad, what we mean oh, yeah, is I mean, just like an idea that is, it's just run of the mill. It's yeah. just very it's just, like, yeah, it's just yeah, generic. Fastball over the plate. Yeah. Safe. 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 That's the is good a idea. Great yeah, way safe, to do safe, it. safe. Yeah, safe idea. Yeah. None of our ideas were safe. No, but they were fun. And when we met somebody that uh, what that liked the idea, they were great. Like Shady Rays, our sponsor, who we genuinely love the as King. a sponsor. The Kings. It's not a bit. We met Shady Rays at RTX. Yeah, Kai off screen has Producer a pair Kai. of Shady Rays. Um, we met the Shady Rays people at RTX who just couldn't stop telling us how much they loved our ad reads. <laughs> where we said shit like, throw them out the fucking Grand Canyon. Yeah. See if they give a shit. Don't forget to call your mom because if you don't, Shady Rays will. That was my favorite. <laughs> Shady Rays is going to fuck, fuck your, your mom. mom. We had a whole ad where the point of it the was... The Mother's Day ad. Yes, where Shady Rays, a company, would fuck, fuck your, your mom. mom. But not just that. Like take, take care, care of her. her. Yeah. Call her. Yeah. Call her. On like her treat birthday. her. Right. Yeah. 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 Shady Rays is going to love, love your, your mother. mother. <laughs> Shady Rays. Shady Rays is truly like second marriage for the lifetime. Like yeah. second marriage uh, to the grave. Like that hey. last marriage is gonna last forever. It's real love. You know what, kid? If you want, if you're comfortable, you could start calling me Shady Dad. <laughs> How about that? 
Uh, so that's the history of this show is that we uh, are a chaotic group of uh, idiots who keep uh, pitching really fun, but dumb stuff. Yeah. And uh, we were putting all of our time into making RTP simply because that was uh, that was our outlet yeah. for doing all this stuff. That's why we had these sketches, these game shows, these things that we wanted to do. Um, but now... Ooh boy, we're making some new content. We're making some new shows. Um, we're fleshing out some other stuff that we've done in the past yeah. into full shows. Are we allowed to talk about one of the projects that we have coming sure, up? Sure, say it, and if we can't, cut it out. Oh, exactly. Uh, we're making. That's why we don't do this live anymore. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> well, that and because every time we did it live, I took a massive shit and had to leave. <laughs> um, we are making a uh, one of the shows that we are making is is it problematic? Yeah, they used to be TikToks, and now it's going to be a thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it's still going to be just as chaotic. I mean, when we were we, we were in a meeting where we were sort of like producing and workshopping what the show is going to look like. Yeah, and it was like uh, the same energy from the TikTok, but just more, more for longer. Yeah. On um, and I, I asked for several things. I asked for a hoverboard. Mm -hmm. I asked for one of those uh, kindergarten teacher style big notebook pads. Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. I asked for a gun. They said no. Yeah, uh, you asked for one of those kindergarten teacher style guns yeah, that yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to be armed with now. But Saints Row said yes. But Saints Row so said yes. <laughs> uh, so that's one of the shows that we're working on. We're working on a couple of other series. Um, some of our what we refer to internally as the premiere segment stuff, like Bottoms Up, Phone Chicken, that stuff, will be like coming out in a in different formats, yeah. sort of. Um, but yeah, we're finally getting to make some of the crazy wild shit that we wanted to do. And uh, so that's why these changes are happening. And um, I'm sure that everyone is going to be thrilled that we talked about all the stuff that oh, no. didn't get sold. I'm checking, I'm checking the subreddit. Let me see if there's any. I meant more internally. That oh. people are going to be like, why did you tell them about Armando Bicycle? Because maybe one of these good people... No one's ever going to buy that idea. We'll buy this idea. But I love it. And I want to let you know that you, the listener, could always find a way to contact the Rooster Teeth sales team yeah. and commission and your commission own. And commission your own uh, video. Yeah. No, no one's done it yet, and I'm surprised. Why hasn't an individual commissioned us to make something? I feel like one of my friends who had a podcast, like in the beginning stages, like one of their friends bought an ad on their ad space. That's it funny. was just like, date Tyler. Like, I feel like it's just Honestly, like people should do that buy an ad on the rt podcast we'll promote anything hey this is this uh, today's episode of the rt podcast is brought to you by jeffrey jeffrey he's a guy <laughs> pretty good that's all it says that's wow that's that okay. was like two thousand dollars yeah. that was a Jeez. lot of money jeff yeah. jesus and christ it's fun also it's funny that you say that because uh because i was in sales i have a uh, I used to have to do the, the the deals that would come in through the RT business, like people mm -hmm, yeah. doing cold calls and stuff. So I, I still have access. They all go to my inbox. So when people <laughs> email the RT business email, no matter what it is, I get that and I get RT hairs. They all come to my inbox. So I'll just be like, oh, meeting invitation. Oh, follow-up message. Oh, I have $200 and, uh, I am, and I want you to do an animation for me. And I'm like, oh, we're a real company. No, and I delete that. But some of the stuff is 
insane. <laughs> like, I, oh my God. Did I? So when I get an incredibly insane pitch, what I like to do is I either save it in the folder or if it's incredible, I print it out and, and I keep it because I want to have course. it physically for the rest of my life. Of course. And I, there is a movie that was pitched to me that, or that was pitched to us and it has... First of all, the most insane casting I've ever seen. Uh-huh. It was like, we're going to bring in Michael B. Jordan. We're going to bring in George Clooney and also a feature from Adam Sandler. And I was like, okay, well, that <laughs> one was kind of out of left field. And it's 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 like about, it's like a it's like a retelling of like Sherman's army and the Confederacy. It's, you were telling me about yes, this. Yes. And, it, and oh God, it's the, or, I'm sorry, Os, Oswald, Oswald's army. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most insane email I've ever read. I hope he's watching right now. It's, I'm gonna, Andrew, you were out when I printed it, but when we get back to the office, I'm gonna show I it to you. I cannot wait it's to read amazing. this. It's amazing. I cannot wait to it's read amazing. this. It's amazing. And it's what's funny is like, we can't take any unsolicited pitches. No, so it's like, we cannot. Those have to go, like, we can read them and then they go right into the trash. They right, well, not, no, um, they go on my desk in the folder. Yeah, but literally, we could never make them. So, <laughs> no, please stop sending them. There's so, no reason to pitch no. anything. Um, but you can't buy an ad. But you can't buy an ad. I don't know. That movie sounds like it would make an incredible podcast segment. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I uh I I don't know. I think more people should just buy ad space on, <laughs> on the Rooster Teeth podcast. On, yeah, yeah, I think you can because that's the one thing you can do. Honestly, you could theoretically hypothetically buy Add space and have us read the pitch for your. You could do that. Weird racist movie yeah. starring oh, yeah. Adam Sandler. It was also racist. I left that part out, but well, I thought it was presumed. It's presumed. That's yeah. given. In Under- Civil War movie, like I mean, come on. And it's not on the 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 side of the Civil War you'd think it would. And be. also Michael B. Jordan's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He, uh, it's airtight, folks. It can't miss. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that that's what I wanted to do was explain some of the changes that were coming to you. Um <laughs> But you've uh Andrew's has been away for a little bit. We didn't yeah. have the point of this all was that we didn't have a traditional writer's room. Yeah, like, right. Like, yeah, we, yeah, normally yeah. like do. we normally do. Yeah. But yeah. there was one topic uh that we touched on that oh. everybody really was stoked about, which yeah. is the uh emergency test um that went out to everyone's phone around yeah. the same time did just as mean, like a show of hands or or any sort of noise did you you all got everyone got, we all got it, was right? your was your 5g chip yeah. activated from yeah. your oh. vaccine was it all everyone got and people my are range coming, is insane yeah people are yeah, coming yeah. from the control booth yeah to emphatically yeah. say yes yeah exactly yeah i uh what day was that um i believe it was like wednesday or thursday it was a really random day yeah, it was like a Wednesday, and they did it like three minutes early. Like they said, it's like it's coming out. It's like we're gonna do it at like two p.m. and it was like one fifty-seven or something. <laughs> yeah, anyway. uh, everyone in the United States at, at minimum got a, an emergency um, broadcast. notification yeah. broadcast to test that it still works. Yeah, it's the same thing as like they used to do on TV, yeah. where it would be like, ah, yeah, this is a test from the national. Emergency, emergency broadcast. broadcast system. If this had been an actual emergency, you would have been fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes back to Oprah. Yeah. My the worst part about this, by the way, just to put my conspiracy hat on for one second, which is the same hat, but slightly tilted. Oh. Um, to put my conspiracy hat on for a little for a for a brief <laughs> moment. When so I didn't know that they were gonna do that. Yeah, I didn't no, know they either. were gonna broadcast. I was in a pitch meeting 
where everyone's phone went off at the same time and it was terrifying especially because again like when you look at your phone it went off like at just some random time like anyway scared the shit out of everybody i saw that and then i like read about what it was it was just like an emergency test they were doing so that they could easily share information to everybody at the same time and seeing if they can do it it's honestly an impressive thing for technology to be able to do and then the rest of the news happened Uh and everything going on in the world continued to get uh worse because things uh are I want to say this right now, just to comfort people. Things are Mm. really bad right now, but Mm. they will only get worse. Oh, exponentially. And so now I'm realizing, like, why would they need an emergency test system that they could send everything? Oh, for when the bombs are coming. For when the bombs are coming and it's time to tell us that that you're going to die and to call your mother. Yeah, get under a table, whatever. Get under a table. Get in the fridge. Get under that lead table you have. Or in my case, step outside. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm stepping I'm stepping out. stepping outside. There's no way. If, no. It, if I see a fucking... First of all, <laughs> if I see a nuke coming An for ICBM. me, yeah. I, yeah. Am, I am immediately... I have. For, let's look at the positive. Because I want to say, like, I love living. I love living. I love being alive. Sure. And I am working on myself actively. But yeah. if the bombs are coming, no more debt. Yep. No more cleaning yeah honestly an earthquake we joked about this in california but earthquakes are the best because if it's gonna kill you and destroy your home then no one knows that your home wasn't that messy (laughs) yeah no one knows you lived like a monster yeah yeah. no one knows you have a every unit is perfectly intact except this one it's really interesting yeah it's crazy it looks like the earthquake blew in all of this fast food garbage (laughs) and twisted tea cans weird anyway so uh yeah there's good things but also like I don't want to live. I've seen so many post-apocalyptic stuff that is supposed to be adventurous and fun and mm. has like benefits to it. But the reality is just cancer. No, the reality yeah. is fucking Corbin McCarthy's the road. That's yeah. what it's gonna look like. It's cannibalism. It's like scorched earth. Yeah, it's. And I'm I'm like 20 minutes away from eating a person now. <laughs> uh, you, you keep putting a bib on and looking at me across the office with a fork and knife, just going, mm, licking. Just put a little yeah, bit of salt. Yeah, sometimes salting like, you, yeah. My dandruff's really bad. Just <laughs> salting me. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to live through any of that shit. The moment I see the bombs coming, I'm running outside. I'm yeah. not getting into cover. I'm not doing any of that shit. I don't want to live in no. a world where it's no. like, when I was a kid, I feel like I've talked about this before. When I was a kid, I used to have these dreams that the zombie apocalypse happened, uh. but they weren't ever like it wasn't like fighting zombies it wasn't like a scary like ah they're right there dream it was just like aimlessly wandering a wasteland of america trying to find a place to live that might have resources nightmare and as a child i didn't i couldn't piece this together but i realized that it's this weird thing of like society's gone what yeah. am i even living for anymore you're just really affected by 9 11 and the and the, <laughs> Quite and, and, the and the war i mm-hmm. this is gonna sound like i'm doing a bit but one of the things that was a uh, constant in those dreams was walking through a neighborhood where there was a plane that was just crashed on the ground <laughs> That's and lost. every part of it i would walk through, through? the plane yeah it's so weird just Jesus. so strange so weird. anyway <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> The emergency test went off, but quite possibly the best part of this story is that it outed 
a bunch of people who had hidden phones, including uh, prisoners. Oh, no. Uh, teenagers who didn't want their parents to know that they had a phone. Aspiring but, drug dealers. Aspiring drug aspiring dealers. Aspiring yeah. drug dealers, yeah. But maybe the most funny is... Uh, a huge contingency of the Amish community. That's funny. Busted. <laughs> that had secret phones this that's whole funny. time. That, that's so funny. Uh, uh, Jedediah, I have, a, I have a quick question for you. Yeah. What's up? Uh, <laughs> What's up? Yeah. So we were all out raising the barn yesterday. You remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, Sister Mary said that. Mm-hmm. While the men folk were out here raising the barn, mm-hmm. there was a, a, a disturbing noise coming from uh, your bedroom. Like, wh- what was that? What do you What do you I, mean? I like think a... that was Gabriel's trumpet. I think yeah. he's calling us home. This is oh. the end times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, why didn't you tell us? We would have fucked the barn. We were supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here. Okay. First of all, mm. Amish with secret phones. Mm. What the fuck are they doing on those phones? Char- That's like, like how are they I, charging them? I, how are they charging them? Big question. Big that I mean, big Whoa. question. How are they charging them? Two. Wh- what's going on in those phones? I would pay so much money to see. I want to see the Amish person's phone. Yeah. It's all what ankle. App? It's just ankle socks. Googled like eighty-seven <laughs> times in a row. Right. One of those like like fucking like whole body bathing suits. That's their pornography <laughs> like, from like the turn of the century. Yeah, it's a bathing suit that looks like a Victorian dress. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so first of all, I do know that some of the communities that we would refer to as like, just as a blanket statement of Amish, because there's other people Mennonites. too. That Mennonites, yeah. yeah. Who they like, cheat. Yes. They they say no electricity, but if it's battery powered, it's fine. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Which is the, stupid. Yeah, that, that's some real like Mormon soaking loophole <laughs> bullshit. That's like, okay, I guess if God is a fucking Why idiot. Why have a strict lifestyle just to come up with workarounds? That's insane <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah, exactly. Just be a normal person. Yeah. It's I, like, that's... God up there. Oh, they got me on a technicality. <laughs> my my omnipresence and omniscience has been foiled again. Yeah, God didn't predict lithium. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this might be one of the grossest possible things I could talk about okay. on the show. Actually, probably not. I feel like I've talked about grosser, but I dated a girl in high school who once told me uh, that she only did anal because otherwise she wasn't staying pure in the eyes of God. Well, yeah. And my first thought was like, I think this is less pure, yeah. honestly. Like, I think if you think God is going to judge you for having sex, you're going to go to heaven. He's going to be like, you did it where? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's where the poop goes. If only a, I don't know, city had been smited by the Lord by the name of Sodom. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> interesting. Sodom, Sodom me. Mm, not connecting the no, dots. No, 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 yeah. no. Hell yeah, I'll Sodom you, baby. Let's <laughs> hey. go. Anyway. That's, actually, that's actually a story about hospitality. Oh, <laughs> oh truly. Is, yeah. yeah, you guys know about that, right? No. Oh, Okay, so Sodom and Gomorrah uh, is actually a story about hospitality because what happened was two angels came down and they to visit the city, which was what kind of came, uh, which okay. is a city of hedonism, yeah, uh, and 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 stuff like that, yeah. Uh, but what their real sin was was the lack of hospitality because they were very very mean to outsiders. So what happened was two angels went down and they were like, "Hey guys, show some hospitality." What kind of going down? Uh, and uh and uh all of the people were like we're gonna we're gonna kill you and also uh i'll also do something else to you that's bad and illegal ah uh, yeah 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 r word yeah so oh so then this one guy who lived like a little bit outside the city who was like he's like the faithful man he was like whoa 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 everyone calm down you guys can come stay with me 
and angry mob, you can just have sex with my daughters instead. Huh? That's the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't oh. like that story. Yeah. It's oh. a story about yeah. hospitality and letting people in the back door. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> the angels were like, you're good. We're going to burn this city. And uh, I guess uh, you're the only one who gets to survive. Tight. Old it's Testament's sick. fun. It's yeah. cool how, how often God be doing that. Yeah. How often God be killing everyone except for one dude one who dude. did something extremely weird. Yeah. I, the, Pillar of salt, your wife. All of the Old Testament is God like this. Ugh. <sighs> Fuck. Okay. Actually, no. I think the <sighs> Old Testament is God blowing rails and going, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Okay, so <laughs> listen, listen to what I did today. This fucking guy. So like every. <laughs> God is Ellis from Die Hard, yeah. just like, oh, Holy Spirit, booby, I'm your white yeah. knight. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, right? I've been sending him dreams, telling him to go up on the mountain, sacrifice a goat. I do it. I do it every night. But on, on the fortieth night, I tell him to bring his son, bring him up to the mountain, sacrifice him. This guy fucking does it, and I have to go down. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't think you were gonna do it, dude. I was totally it's fucking joking. joking. And then I fucking hit that burning bush bump. <laughs> <laughs> Old Testament God's fucked up. Yeah, uh, it's really fucking awful. I think awful. it's because he's Zeus-based. Yeah, um, yeah. And doing, man, so much trickery. Yeah, so, much, so many of, tests and trickery. Maybe he is the Loki. Who's to say? Yeah. I don't know. I think God was just trying to do like... Why is, <laughs> I think he was trying to be part of Jackass. Yeah. Why is God a girlfriend who's always testing you? <laughs> I was just testing you to see if you would be faithful. I was testing you to see if you'd be faithful. Like, you're toxic. I would... <laughs> This is hi. If I'm God, and this is Jackass, and this is Lot's wife. Let me pull her of salt. Hey, if you really loved me, you would go into the desert and not eat for forty days and forty nights and resist temptation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> What's up, guys? I told my dad that he's got to go get two kinds of every animal. Let's go. You put him on a big ass boat. This is crazy. So does anyway. that mean that the New Testament's like Viva La Bam? That's what I was yeah. going to say. Is that I don't know that this is anything, but I would love to see a show called Viva La Christ. <laughs> and it's just, it's just. What's up, guys? Today, okay, so like today I was on the roof playing with my friends. We weren't supposed to do it. Uh, Jacob fell off and he fucking died. So we're going to go do our resurrection, which is a thing that happens. Wow. Yeah, baby Jesus, kid Jesus. They're like playing on a roof and like a kid falls and dies. and He doesn't want to get in trouble. So he just resurrects them. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, I do know that these communities that we talked about, um, they are sometimes permitted to use technology for the sake of business, which is like helping the entire community, you know, yeah. community. Capitalism. But yeah, exactly. Capitalism oversteps any authority Religion, from yeah. God. Mm -hmm. um, Always. And so we we know that some of them are allowed to have technology, which means that's probably how they're able to like charge these phones um and 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 keep them charged as far as like what they're looking up i feel like the experience of having a telephone or any device that can connect to the internet is pretty much the same at least for all dudes i don't know about anybody else but what happens first is you start looking up like things that you're into games um facts that you've always wanted to know just like random shit that you're like yep. huh oh my mom did lie to me santa claus isn't real uh except i found this other site on 4chan that says he is and it's <laughs> donald trump uh, <laughs> but 
it, it does it, it's called eight kun now uh you can do that for maybe an hour before you figure out how to watch pornography i i want to be i, I want to be a fly on i want to witness the amish person like hold like handshaking bring up the phone and type in to google search boobs but then realize back six back face back face big boobs <laughs> The world is at my fingertips. Everything is available to me. The problem is, is that like that's how we think as children, right? Because yeah. like one of the first things I remember actually googling is girls kissing. That's what I looked. That's up. insane. And I watched and still you, do YouTube never videos that. of girls kissing. Well, that's yeah. because you're straight as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I googled uh, girls kissing and watched a YouTube video of girls kissing, and I went, <laughs> "That's pretty hot." Yeah, is that what you think? That's why you only date uh, women who date women. Listen, Listen, let's not pathologize this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. You don't. Griff keeps on telling me that I have a type, and yeah. it's lesbian. It is. Yeah. And in the immortal words of Drake, "Hey, you say you a lesbian girl? Me too. I'll kill you. All right. <laughs> I don't think that I'm into women who are into women who are into women. But. I think that I'm just into women from Portland, Oregon." <laughs> To bring it full circle. <laughs> to bring yeah, it yeah. full circle. Uh, yeah, so the first thing I ever Googled was women kissing, and it stayed with me. Um, I feel like what's even funnier to me is that the Amish, with their vocabulary, are typing things in like, <laughs> breasts. That's right. what no, 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 I was no. going to say. Back space, back space, back space. Exemplary. Exemplary. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and I, I often wonder about that, because, like, again, it's... um kind of gross i don't know i keep saying that and then it's the most milk toast shit ever you guys ever realize that porn has completely ruined you and i don't mean it in, in like an andrew tate way where it's but it's like i used to be able to look at a youtube video of girls kissing and basically cream my little pants yeah uh and now i watch that and feel nothing yeah. <laughs> now i watch that and i go this fucking hbo show sucks <laughs> Ugh. Our, I mean, every show on HBO is really great. We love all Warner no, Discovery properties. Scrub that, scrub that, scrub that. All these Showtime, show, Showtime suck. <laughs> we don't need to get it clean. That was it. That was <laughs> it. We're good. Um, yeah, and so I like. I am genuinely so jealous of the Amish who for the first time are going to see things that I w like I I wish like you know how they say like having a child is getting to experience the world through their eyes again yeah. I wish I could do that and see an Amish person watch Bukaki for the first time <laughs> I wish I could witness an Amish man find out that there is such a thing as big farting Latinas porn okay <laughs> I, I mean yeah you like to, again, you know how they just say it's like once there was that tweet a while back. It's like one Sour Patch kid would kill a fucking pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would just like, kill them. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like if you showed an Amish person some of the like depths of depravity in pornography, just the home like, page, just like the home yeah. page, like there would be some like smoldering boots. Just, they would they would <laughs> they would emulate, and there would just be smoldering boots standing on the ground where they once stood. Are you, what are you doing? I'm going to safari. Turn your Wi-Fi off. Uh, turn your Wi-Fi off. That's a really smart use, idea. Use data. Turn your Wi-Fi off. Yeah. Turn your Wi-Fi off. Hit that VPN, baby. Turning uh, Wi-Fi off. What's uh -huh. like the most popular porn site that you the would hub, say? Right? The hub. The porn hub. Hub for sure. I, yeah. It's that's like the young. most. Yeah. That's the, the most, most recognizable one. That's the least stigmatized. Pornhub.com. <laughs> going there now. Okay. Uh, first video. Adult mm -hmm. time. Step sis okay. accidentally fucks her step bro yep. after okay. putting on the wrong shirt. What? 
That would be the first thing that, that an, an Amish, Amish person, person saw if they went to Pornhub. And right they would have been like, hmm, most interesting English. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more of this concept of t-shirt and step brother. Yeah, I was like, there's no remarriage in the Amish. <laughs> yeah. I, I also love the idea of them like, because you're right, like, it is so outside of the norm yeah. that, like, we assume it would kill an Amish man yeah, to, to witness these things. I also love that we're fully committing to it being a man. Yeah, and also I want to say, if this offends you as an Amish person, how? Yeah, are you seeing how are you watching? <laughs> Get him! <laughs> Get him! We knew that you should be watching this. Uh, I love the idea that eventually there's going to be an Amish man who goes into the bedroom with his wife and goes. Hey, can we try this thing I heard about? And she goes, where? Huh? 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 Huh, Jebediah? <laughs> oh, I was, I took the buggy into mm, town uh, mm. to sell our wares. <laughs> and uh, some of the local youths. Yeah, they, they told me of this thing called Big Booty Latina. <laughs> Is that a thing that we can try? <laughs> can we try? Can we try? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Jebediah, I don't think you understand all of the words that you're saying. I like that the woman speaks normal. Yeah. <laughs> the woman, the woman normal. speaks normal. Yeah. It's like how all the women names in the Bible are normal. Just like Rebecca, that's a woman in the Bible. Yeah. Ruth. And then you have like Moses. <laughs> Hezekiah. Which... <laughs> Just yeah. anyway, other Amish names. All I want is to uh all I want in this world is to be a fly on the wall of the marriage that is broken up by a man trying to explain how, no, 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 no. I actually heard about this thing called deep throat from my friend Mordecai while we were raising barn. No, Mordecai's catching strays. Goddamn yeah. Mordecai. He's going to he's gonna have to explain that to his wife uh, and also i mean you know we talk, you you also mentioned it briefly along with the amish people people in jail who had hidden phones oh, like, yes. oh yeah. their asses were getting that's, the, like, that's the biggest bummer <laughs> mine was set to vibrate and i came <laughs> <laughs> i'm begging for more i'm begging for oh, more could the government issue another another emergency <laughs> yeah. test hold on i gotta <laughs> this is uh that was the best it's ever been. This is the only time that they're not angry about Amber Alerts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's Oops. what got me sent in here, and it's what got me off in here. Um, Jesus Christ. If you were an Amish with uh -huh. uh, unfettered access to the internet for the first time ever, I want to know what you would Google. And so let us know down below in the comments. Please, please. let us know. Yeah. Please, I'm begging you. It's the only thing that I care about anymore. And I, I cannot wait to hear what you would do. So uh, please do that. And then um, it's time to help you out a little bit more because uh, we're going to go and hear a question that we got from an audience person uh, and try to give advice on it. And I know this sounds weird. We've done RT Cares a million times before. This is perhaps one of the strangest it's weird. questions that we've ever gotten. It's a weird one. So, hey, so we don't have to use all the weird ones. You should write to RT Cares at roosterteeth.com. You should do that as well. RT Cares at roosterteeth.com. RT Cares at roosterteeth.com. RT Cares at roosterteeth.com. So why don't we uh, head into RT Cares? Let's go, baby. This episode of the RT Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Have you ever felt like you knew what was good for you, but your brain keeps getting in the way? Well, maybe you know it would be good to get some rest, but your brain just won't shut off. Or you want to be the best version of yourself when meeting new people, but you can't stop overthinking your every move. It's almost like you know what you should do, but you just can't seem to do it. Well, luckily, therapy can help you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Therapy can be a great tool for learning positive coping skills, learning how to set boundaries, and empowering you to be the best version of yourself. And if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a fantastic option that is convenient, flexible, and entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can easily switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which is incredibly important, especially when you want to find somebody just right for you to help you out with um, your mental health. And so make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Rooster today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com. H-E-L-P dot com slash rooster. This episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast is sponsored by Helix Sleep. Sleep is one of the most important universal human experiences there is. It takes up about a third of your life and a good night's sleep can have some serious health benefits but finding a mattress that I love seems to be really hard. You know, I mean, you don't want to go into a store and lie down on a mattress that someone else has lied down on. Gross. Disgusting. Uh, but thankfully, Helix Sleep makes finding the perfect mattress a whole lot easier. It only takes it two minutes to take a quiz to be matched with a perfect mattress for you out of 20 unique mattresses. Uh, and Helix also offers a 100-night trial, so if you test out your mattress, feel like it's not for you, you can send it back and get the right one that is for you. Uh, plus, your personalized mattress is shipped to you straight to your door free of charge. Now, listen, I just got back from vacation. I was away, was sleeping in... Strange beds, not my own. I have a Helix mattress. Our sponsor was kind enough to send me one. You know what I was thinking about getting back? I was actually fantasizing. I could not wait to get back home and sleep in my own bed, which was a Helix mattress. I was thinking about that on vacation. Do you know how good a mattress has to be for you to be like, oh, I'm here not working, I'm on vacation, and I'm dreaming about getting back home and getting into my own perfectly comfortable Helix mattress? Completely true. I could not wait to get back. I slept on it last night. Oh. And you don't have to take my word for it. Helix Sleep has over 12,000 five-star reviews and has been awarded Best Mattress Winner by Parents Magazine. Right now, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows, two count them, two free pillows to our listeners. So go to helixsleep.com rooster. Uh, this is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Websites nowadays are full of third-party trackers that analyze your traffic to find out exactly what you're doing online. And the truth is, what you do online, it's your business. And that's why picking a VPN that will keep your browsing private is absolutely crucial. And luckily, NordVPN is the fastest VPN on the market that has over... 5,800 servers in 60 countries? Is that right? He asked off camera to somebody that doesn't exist. Absolutely, it's correct. It's just a ludicrous number. And in case 
you don't already know. A virtual private network, or VPN, protects your internet connection and online privacy by creating an encrypted tunnel for your data online. It hides things like your IP address, and it keeps your private information exactly what it should be, private. NordVPN also defends you from everyday online cyber threats like malware and trackers before they can harm your devices. And you can connect up to six devices with one click to keep all of your devices safe when you are browsing the web. I have NordVPN. Uh, they gave us a code so that we could try it out for free. And I want to be like totally honest with you. I was extremely intimidated because I feel like setting up a VPN should be really, really difficult, but it is so easy with NordVPN. They make it so simple to set it up in a way that uh, gets you right on back to browsing. It's so simple to set up. It was incredibly easy and I cannot recommend it enough because now with after doing a very small amount of work, I just feel safer. And now there is an exclusive offer for you. Grab the NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash roosterteeth. And that will get you an extra subscription time. So you can try it risk-free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Thanks to NordVPN for sponsoring our show. Welcome to RT Cares, the segment where we take your questions and turn them into exceptionally dumb answers. Today, we have a weird one, as we kind of teased. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hype it up too much because we already did, so let's just get into it. I recently got out of a four-year relationship that, while terrible, did give me my amazing two-year-old daughter. Unfortunately, this means I still have to talk to my baby mama sometimes. Her life has been going downhill fast, so my question is, how can I brag about how good my life has been going compared to hers without seeming like an asshole. <laughs> this is... How can I posterize my fucking ex? How can I dunk on this bitch? This, this, this what is kind the, of question is this? This is the opposite of an am I the asshole. It's like, I'm the asshole, but I don't want to seem like it. How do... <laughs> This is quite possibly my favorite question that we've ever gotten. This is the best. So just like a, a little like behind the scenes for your context mm. is that uh, whenever we do these, we ask people to be as like broad and general oh as possible. Um, and normally we still have to editorialize them yeah. and like change them so that they become a little bit, you know, yeah, like more generic, broad, more concise. Open. The full email that I got was, or that I saw in the RT cares thing was like going through the various things oh, that are happening yeah. in the baby mama's like life. Like the bad things that she's been going through over the past, like however long they've been broken up. Ooh. It's like her fucking business is failing. <laughs> I got promoted. <laughs> like it's, it's just... I, I love that oh, her, her, her new, fucking email was a diss track. Yeah, <laughs> it was just her, like, new, her new man whack can't dress can't fuck. How no do you drug know that? addict. No it's, sauce. Yeah, no sauce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me, I'm cleaning up. <laughs> I'm knee deep in strange. Her, she's got two new kids. Ugly. It's like Ugly. whoa, whoa. My daughter, beautiful. Babies are catching trays in the other email. Uh, anyway. <laughs> How can I brag about how well my life is going compared to hers and not look like an asshole? Yeah. Ooh. I think 
I think you just use that meme of the guy throwing the peace sign over the grave <laughs> yeah. and just put like whatever you're bragging about yeah. over. Yeah, you just do that and post it on post it in your stories. Yeah. Have you guys ever had a situation where you ran into uh, an ex that the the breakup was sort of like. I don't want to say like contentious or bad or anything. Cause like I've definitely had bad breakups, but there's somewhere it's just like, Oh, we met at a weird bad time yeah. in life. And now sure. we've both grown and we're different people. And yeah. then you have a conversation and you're just like trying to sound like your life hasn't gone downhill yeah. since then. Like, have you, ha have you guys been in that situation? Well, no, sure. cause I've only gone uphill. Oh yeah. They were the anchor holding me down. Oh, sure, well, yeah. I know your ex. Yeah. 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 And then, <laughs> yeah. And then there's like another one who like, I've only ever had like two exes who I was like, I'm never speaking to this person again. Mm. One of them I spoke to again, uh, but it kind of felt like the song closure by uh, Taylor Swift. Um, and then the other one, I'm ne I would, I would rather die than be in a room with them again. Ooh. Right. I jump in front of a train. Yeah. Ooh. Mm hmm. The, what's so fast? Sorry, to take us back to this question very briefly. What is so funny about this question uh -huh. it is that it, this is the, this is coming from the sorest winner. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it's like, bro, you won. You won. You got a beautiful daughter. Your life fucking rocks. Your ex, whom you don't like, is fucking circling the drain. Worse off without you. Nah, 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 nah. How do I do a victory lap? Yeah. Though? How do how do I fucking yeah do a victory lap? How do I yeah exactly? Did Drake send this? <laughs> this feels I, like a Drake song. How do I fucking put this shit in fifth gear, sing smooth operator, and yeah. then get donuts around this bitch? Come on. God, uh, it's so that's so funny. Just like, listen. How do I be petty but not seem like I am? Yeah, like well, <laughs> I want to flex, but I don't want people to call me out on it. I, I okay. I feel like this is like the ultimate humble brag. Mm -hmm. Truly, like it's you got you got you got it's a needle that has to be threaded so so carefully. I say, um, maybe. Okay, hear me out. This might sound crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna propose something. Okay. All of your braggadocious behavior goes only on your close friends on Instagram, and then you okay. let word of mouth take care of it. Mm. Now everyone in your circles is talking mm. about it. Everyone knows that you have the beautiful <laughs> child and the and the stable job and not yeah. the ugly uh, can't dress boyfriend. And then you, <laughs> but um, you also add her to your close friends. Because she's going to want to know what you're up to. She, if she you, hasn't unfollowed you, put her on your close friends. And then you say, oh, my bad. It was from the before. Uh, I forgot that you were even on there. Yeah. I'll take you I'll off. I'll take you off. Dang. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry you, had to, sorry you had to see that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No. Okay. I actually really like this idea. So you, yeah, you post on the close stories and you include her in it mm. and you leave it up. And here's the thing. You're going to have to check every 10 minutes to make sure that like to see when she's seen it. Uh -huh. um, and then the moment you see that she sees it, boom, take her off of close friends. Cold. Yeah. Just, ooh, damn, cold. Okay. I see that. And I raise you one. Mm -hmm. you, you leave her on there and then you remove the post. Gaslight her into thinking she never even saw it. <laughs> my god this fucking machiavellian psychological warfare okay, okay. is going on i like that i like that well, let me add on top okay, of okay that. okay okay let me hear it you you just live a good life uh-huh ah! 
and don't talk about it in Ever. a way to weaponize it against another person. Although, I don't know. I talk my shit, but like, I remember that uh, a while ago, like, I guess a couple of years ago now, I uh, I met somebody through a mutual friend. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they were having a birthday party. I went there. Um, I met this girl. We really hit it off. We were like joking the whole night. It was really great. Um, I had also just gotten out of a breakup at that time. So it was like good to, you know, like date somebody or whatever. We started dating. Um, and then I realized like, I don't think I'm ready to be in a relationship right now because there's this person is asking a lot of things from me that are making me uncomfortable that you should be able to ask a partner for. I'm being clear. What are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. Like, oh, I want to hang out all the time. It's like, oh, damn because i really didn't want to do anything and like i don't want to i was like, kind of going to do nothing alone for like two days yeah that's know. crazy yeah. how like and she she was like again these are like reasonable things to ask of a partner of like mm-hmm. hey i would love to hear from you at the like beginning and end of the day at minimum <laughs> well, and i was down. like <laughs> what are you my fucking prison god no <laughs> that's insane and so that's horses. that's when i realized like oh armando's not ready to be in a relationship yeah yet. yeah 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 uh, so we broke up, um, and then <laughs> here's where Armand is a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, like half a year later, six months later, after doing like a bunch of therapy, thinking on myself, thinking about what I want, I met somebody, and then we started dating, and it became very easy for me to do those well, things. Yes. Therapy. Um, yeah, both therapy, but finding the right person, and That's also it. like being yeah. okay with yourself, and also I shouldn't start dating right after that relationship. Of course. That same friend who had a party mm-hmm. by this point uh, was having another party because they had gotten engaged. Oh, fun. Good and for them. so I text him and go, hey, man, uh, is my ex going to go to this engagement party? Uh, seeing as how the last time that you had a party, that's where I met her. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. And so I texted with her and tried to coordinate, like, almost like this, f- like, splitting Like time. a child custody, yeah, custody yeah. of like, party time. I'm, I'm leaving them on the porch. You need to be here at 10. <laughs> Yeah, I did, we did custody battle with the party where I was like, well, I can show up around 12 midnight and stay until 3 a.m. if you want to come to the early, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We figured, we literally figured out a schedule uh-huh. and it was just because I didn't want to make things weird or upset because again, when it ended, all I said was like, I'm not ready for a relationship. And then I pretty much got into a relationship. Immediately after. And, and I know that it made her a little upset. And so I didn't want to start drama. I didn't want anything to be weird. I go to the party and i walk in the door and the first thing that i see is her standing next to a six foot three latino man now hold on a second you Uh said something very interesting there yeah are you not a six foot four latino man i'm six foot five are you not a six foot five oh so you you just stood over him then yeah yeah so I still I was a little bit taller, but also there's nothing better than like I saw my ex and then looked to the side and saw myself. Yeah. And then we he because we tower over everybody made eye we contact. We looked at each other, made <laughs> eye contact, and I'm not even joking. We both went. And in that case, when that happened, when she broke the treaty of the party time, brought the new boyfriend that looks exactly like me, and immediately started going into how good her life is, I was like, (laughs) crack. So my life's going fucking awesome. (laughs) 
Um, and the way that I made my life feel awesome mm-hmm. was I just talked about all of the the time that I had previously just spent in uh, in Europe. Uh, oh yeah, you were in Europe for a while. Yeah. Being so comedy. in my experience, the best way to uh, to do this is to do something like go on a European tour uh-huh. to go do comedy and then come back and say phrases like, oh, Paris is just <laughs> wonderful this time of year. It's just, it's <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Guy. Yeah. What are you talking about, that kind of guy? You're that fucking guy. No, no, no. I was, when I was in Paris, uh-huh. I was doing like, I got to do so many things. Like I did, I live just like a local Paris and, you know, I was going to the uh, cafes. Mm. Um, and, and also, I was eating bed bugs. How was Ibiza? <laughs> oh, I love Ibiza. <laughs> Ibiza was so good. I did the running th- with the ball. I just sound like uh, <laughs> fucking Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson, yeah, truly. I fucking love Ibiza. <laughs> Which is that Mike Tyson or Jay Leno? I don't oh, know. Oh, did you hear about this? You hear about this Ibiza? Yeah. Milligrams, milligrams. I'm gonna go to Ibiza till you love me. Um, <laughs> just a dark reference. Uh what's in so sorry. Are, are, do you have more to the story? I'm so sorry. No, my my end of the story good. is that you like live good. You I don't good. I don't think you should ever do this. But <laughs> I also know that eventually the time will come up where the rules are cast aside and you go, no, actually, real quick, I gotta show you yeah, what I'm yeah. really gonna, good. You want to call an audible like, and, th- and like do it on the do it live. Yeah, <laughs> I think the best way to do it is to brag about going to Europe. I th- <laughs> and then also to pronounce things accurately. Yeah. Um. And also again to just be. Just be the look, man. I don't know if you know who I am, other dude out there. I'm hoping you don't because you introduced yourself to me and we had a short, brief conversation where it seemed like you're not into the stuff that I do. But also, I, I, you ever see somebody and go like, "That's a dollar store version of me," and oh, then absolutely. you know that you are the plussed up version of somebody else. Sure. Well, oh, no, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's me. I'm the dollar store version. Well, like, I'm yeah. the dollar store version of like Iowa debris. Like that's how I feel. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I was like doing well in life, like that, that would be me. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. That's very fun. All I'm saying is be better than the other person, uh, and then yeah, and then let your honestly just live your even life. Even if I can go back in time, yeah, let your life speak for you. Yeah, let your like wins. you don't have yeah. to brag. Let yeah. your haters be your waiters at the table of success, <laughs> as our yeah. as our, our America's mayor uh, Eric Adams <laughs> yeah. uh, would say. Well, that's here's, real. That's here's the thing that's so interesting about this is because like here's the dynamic that's playing out right now. And this is my quick advice: is that like you won but you're acting like you lost. The need to like be petty and like brag about your stuff, that means she wins because- Exactly, she you're has, still thinking about she, it. You're still thinking about it. You still give a fucking shit what she yeah. thinks, which you shouldn't, you should move on with your life because again, you won. You got the better deal, your life's going great. You, the fact that do not devote any more mental energy to worrying about what this other person thinks, what other people, but think that she thinks about you, about the whole relationship, whatever. Enjoy your life with your daughter, like soak up the absolute good times and like the good fortune that you've had and do not give one uh, one more second to mm-hmm. worrying about what anyone cares about that is nah. my advice yeah. because that is how you fucking win because it will occupy yeah if, if you let it like that concern you she's won yeah and nah. it's not that it's a battle but you know nah nah you're wrong <laughs> nah you're wrong 
<laughs> Sometimes you just gotta fucking show up. You gotta show up, show off. You gotta get a fucking, fucking stunt on them. Seventy thousand dollar Cuban link necklace that you find out you can't return later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want. I think my life would be better if I lived it like a Drake song. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's a better. I I don't know. I'm back on this guy's side. Actually, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, I think it's, the, the Mondo special coming, yeah, around, coming around completely oh, uh, uh, yeah, 180. 180. Yes, Mondo yeah, special. I think you guys are wrong. Uh, no, no, absolutely. The uh, the the clear advice is to just like let it go, yeah. live your life, do it that way. That's revenge the, is your paper. Beyonce said that yeah. exactly. And I know that we've all circled the same exact thing, but like I, I also want to stress how much happier you are when you stop giving a shit. Oh, yeah. about how your life looks to any. Anybody else oh, hundred percent, Mondo. What does Buddhism teach us? <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Buddhism teaches us that to want is to have pain, and that pain comes from wanting. So if you don't give a shit, everything will be fine. So do you want us to do this to your question? <laughs> Well, do this to it. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna do this it, to your question. Yeah. I don't even think that we're answering no. the question. The, no. the question was, how do I, how do I uh, tell my ex that I'm living so much better? Live. And our answer was a convoluted psyop gaslighting scheme. It's not gas. Oh. It is it's not gas gaslighting. You literally use the term Whoa, gaslighting. I didn't use that term. Okay. Well, anyway, or to. Uh, Mine, my advice was honestly just bragging about being better than the other guy. So I guess get just a podcast it? and have more people that listen to you and that can't get the other side of the story. <laughs> yeah. So from your perspective, all you know is that I'm amazing. That's right. Or like Andrew's bullshit ass answer, just be a good person and live your life in a good, healthy way. Boo. Without, do that. Yeah, boo, idiot. But if you want us to do this to your question, yeah. email us at rtcares at roosterteeth.com. And uh, our, our, one of our producers is sign, sign spinning like he's outside a Jiffy Lube right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Like there's a sale, like a, a real estate sale on houses down the street. Graceful. God damn. Uh, but now it is time for my favorite part of every week. Let's go to Always On. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Always On. I don't know if you've been paying attention. But the news is terrible. Uh, and so we decided to make it a little more fun by turning some headlines into punchlines. Today we are doing our world famous. World famous. Uh, a, a, a slogan that I just found out you can give yourself and oh. no one can refute it. That's right. Uh, our world famous circle joke where we have Griff Milton sitting in the middle as me and Andrew joke off around her. And then uh, you pick the the best joke that you heard that day. Cool. Last week I had to joke off and I didn't like it. No, it's hard. It's really hard to joke <laughs> off in front of people. I didn't like it at all. The pressure of people watching. Anxiety. Yeah. Kind yeah, of makes yeah, it hard yeah, to yeah, joke yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Andrew, I think I'm going to start us off this week. Kick it off, cool baby. With you. All okay. right. A 77-year-old Florida man was arrested after being caught smuggling $1,800 worth of dick pills. And with all of the goofy crime stories coming out of Florida, it's just nice to hear about a good old hardened criminal. Yes! Oh, well, well, well. Ladies and gentlemen, yes! <laughs> folks! Folks! Oh, <laughs> folks. Another story coming out of Florida. A couple in Florida discovered a dead bat 
in a bag of partially eaten salad. <laughs> oh, they already ate some. Authorities are testing the creature for rabies and other diseases, but I think we're missing the bigger story here. Someone in Florida was eating salad. <laughs> <laughs> My God. And it didn't even have like Mountain Dew as a dressing or anything. Yeah. This is how I know I'm going to end up in Florida because when you did, you said uh, they were eating a salad. Ew. I was like, yeah, salad is gross. Yeah. 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 But you meant it's because they ate some of they it. They ate some of it and then discovered a dead yeah. bat in there. Like, <laughs> God, what do you do? Just like the, the moment you freeze, like, oh, we ate some bat salad. I feel like I've thrown away so many bags of salad that I've never even opened that. Yeah. There could be one bat in every 30 bags of salad I buy and I would never see it. No. no I would never not. see it. Yeah. I just love the idea of that company being like, uh, damage control. What do we do now? Um, Happy Halloween! That's <laughs> our special Halloween bat salad. Uh, yeah, that's why we put those fingers in the other bag. Yeah. Ooh, it's spooky. <laughs> Governor Gavin Newsom vetoed a bill that would put free condoms in every California high school. Mm. The politician mm. cited both the extreme cost of the project and the fact that, quote, these kids should be hitting it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that might be one of the worst things I've ever said out loud. <laughs> it's uh, up there. But seeing the California sex education program, I feel like that's part of it. Is it bad? Uh, well, my parents had me when they were uh, 15. So, yeah, I think it's pretty bad. Okay. I think that we should be putting them's, condoms everywhere. Them some Georgia numbers. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they taught us if you had sex, you die. So, like, that's wild. Well, not true, apparently. Thanks, well, no. Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Folks, a Missouri teacher has been placed on leave after it was discovered she had an OnlyFans page. <laughs> How embarrassing. I can't imagine anything as humiliating and degrading as teaching in Missouri. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, a Missouri teacher was <laughs> a Missouri teacher was fired after school officials discovered her OnlyFans. Her students appear to be outraged, claiming, "Oh, so it's okay when she gets a D, huh?" Uh, okay. The, the teacher's yes. OnlyFans account was filled with titles like "Teacher Gets Absolutely Fucked," which was actually just a video of her paying for crayons out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and revealing the fact that she makes $40,000 a year, which is true, by the way. Teacher, Her teacher salary is $40,000 a year, and she makes $10,000 a month from OnlyFans. Yeah. Yes. Like, Wrong career. Somebody else put this in a, in a conversation uh, in one of the threads that I found this story in about how uh, this teacher's salary is $40,000. The teacher's salary that was listed in Ferris Bueller's Day Off was thirty k. Yeah. That's and that was like the wild. 80s. That was forty five years ago. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was Jesus Christ. Oh, inflation's are, oh god. god. Also, yeah. real quick, I don't want to turn this into a discussion, but real quick, you find out your teacher has OnlyFans, you subscribing? No. What? No. Okay. I'm yeah, that's where phone. you and I. That's where you and I differ. That's yeah. You and I are built. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> stop this stop this no that's like uh it's so funny i wrote a very like several punchlines for the end of that joke and the one was getting butt fucked by the school board yeah. for years <laughs> um yeah i mean the math just makes sense math is math <laughs> to, to go to to go to only fans <laughs> all right 
Sacre bleu! Paris has been overrun with bed bugs as the creatures have infested motels, hotels, movie theaters, and the metro. There are several species of the bloodsuckers, but you can identify the French bed bugs because they'll collaborate with Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> can you put it on me really quick? Um, Paris bed bugs back in the news <laughs> after it was discovered that they had an OnlyFans account. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's kidding. It's fine. All right. So you've heard our three jokes. Um, Griff, which of these was your favorite? Jesus Christ. Um. Okay. I just that was that was quite the. I wasn't expecting you guys to have the same story. I don't mm -hmm. know why, I, but I should have known that you guys would both latch onto the OnlyFans teacher thing. Yeah. So I will be picking the best OnlyFans teacher joke. And I'm going to say that the funniest joke was the American education system. It's so bad. We have to pay teachers more. Please, I'm begging wow. you. Would you take wow. $40,000 to be in a room with a bunch of children for eight hours a day? No, we got to pay them a lot more. No. But also yeah. Andrew. Oh, hey! Oh. I'm back, baby! Yeah! I thought we were going to give it to the American school system. For being a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You're tied in in first place with our education system. But not Texas, because we're 47th. There we go, baby. We're 47th. We're 47th. We're 47th. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I hope they let this one ride. I hope they leave it in.